You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. My gosh. They're all going against the wind. It was basically a cube with inside of sphere where the points of the cube uh, were touching outside of the sphere. So this isn't anything that just is limited to the United States. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Hi everyone and welcome back to another Contact in the Desert preview interview. Remember Contact in the Desert this year runs from the 25th to the 28th of June. You can buy your tickets, your virtual tickets online now at www.contactinthedesert.com. Look out for more interviews coming very soon with Linda Moulton Howe, Grant Cameron, Ralph Blumenthal, Rizvan Vark and others. Stay tuned. Very excited to speak to who I've got now because they're staying with me for two interviews. I've got a short preview interview for Contact in the Desert and then we'll be kicking about for the main show as well. So if you listen to this one first, then make sure you tune in later in the week to hear from Ryan Sprague making his second appearance on the podcast. Now, Ryan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. Hey, it's been, uh, I've been a little uh, off the grid for a week or so now. So um, a lot's happened since then which I'm sure we're going to talk about. But um, no, I'm so happy to be back, brother. Thank you for having me. You were on my show not too long ago, so I thought it was definitely time that we chat again over over on your show. That's what I was going to say, third appearance, and then I was like, no, 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 it was Ryan's pod I was on. Yeah, so that's it. So yeah, third time <laughs> we've spoken. Together, yeah. They do, yeah. they do. But listen, first off, we're here to talk about Contact in the Desert coming up in just a couple of months' time. Before that, do you want to tell the listeners who, there's not going to be many, but anyone who's not too sure or just hearing Ryan Sprague for the first time, what you do and a little bit about yourself? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I, I'm i a UFO researcher, an author, a podcast host. I host a weekly show called Somewhere in the Skies, which is also the name of my book um, and kind of my brand. I'm all about, you know, trying to solve those mysteries in the skies and interviewing witnesses and experiencers who've seen stuff such as yourself and and myself and many other people out there so that's kind of been my thing for a while ever since I was 13 I've been interviewing people who've had a brush with UFO phenomenon in some capacity and uh, it's been kind of a crazy ride ever since man I am you know I go out and investigate on on uh, mysteries decoded television show whenever I get the chance and um yeah, yeah, it's that's kind of my thing. I live in New York City, and I'm a uh, bartender and playwright by day and a ufologist by night. You ha- are a man of many traits, but a master <laughs> of many of them as well. And listen, you've, you've said you've been doing this since you were 13, and something that I'm really excited to talk to you about is how young you are. 
compared to, I think you're the second youngest member of Contact in a desert, uh, other than Deep Prasad, who I think Deep's got a couple of years uh, on oh, you yeah. still. Um, but so many people at the Expo are names and faces that have been around these for some time. And we'll get to touching on that as well within this preview. But how many of these Expos have you done now, would you say? Uh, with Contact in the Desert specifically? Just in general? In general, yeah. So um, I've been kind of doing the lecture circuit for a couple years now. I'm actually fairly new to it. Um, I wasn't invited to my first talk until my um, the first edition of my book came out in 2016, which was published under uh, Richard Dolan Press. So, you know, I had this big kind of UFO celebrity behind me in my corner, kind of like my manager. And um, he kind of open the doors for me. I have, I will forever be grateful to him for that and uh, got me on, you know, the International UFO Congress, another one of the biggest UFO conferences here in North America. And, um, you know, I've done some lectures in Nova Scotia, Canada, um, and all over the United States at this point. So it's been, uh, it's been pretty fun. They're all a little different and some are more serious than others. Some are more kookier than others. But, um, hey, man, I, I love it. I love going to these things and meeting people. Uh, that's the big thing for me. It's not even about, um, you know, solving the UFO mystery. It's just going to meet like-minded people who find this topic worthy of their time, our time, and the public's time. And uh, I've made amazing friends and colleagues along the way, including yourself. So, I'm hoping you and I will get to meet at one of these someday. We will. So, do you know what's funny? As we record this, about an hour ago, I put on Twitter that I hope to get out to Area 51 one day and visit Vegas and a whole load of other guys and girls from the UK jumped on saying we should organise a trip. So maybe when all the COVID stuff's gone and flights and whatnot happen around the world and we can get ourselves over stateside to have a bit of a meet-up. New York is my spiritual home from home, so I, I love the place. I've been a couple of times and... I was very close to, to never leaving at once. So, you know, that could have been a whole other story or chapter. But that's that's one for another time. Is this your first virtual expo, Ryan? Um, obviously, given the COVID situation and things are starting to get better, it looks like, which which is great. Um, here in the UK, things have just opened back up shops-wise, which is, which is brilliant and a bit of normality. Um, is it the first time you've done one of these virtually? So I've done one other virtual conference, and it was actually right around the time when the lockdowns first started occurring here in the United States. Uh, I also work for a company called Rogue Planet, which was uh, co-founded by a good buddy of mine and UFO researcher Jason McClellan, who some of your listeners and viewers might know is uh, worked for Open Minds, like the only professional media company out there that strictly covered UFOs. I mean, this dude was paid a salary to go investigate UFOs. I, it's just a, I can't even imagine a dream come true. So, um, you know, open minds sort of, um, you know, I wouldn't say went away. It kind of dismantled. And Jason went on to start his own company called Rogue Planet, which uh, covers everything from space, tech, UFOs, all the strange stuff in the world, basically. So um, we had been sort of planning for about a year or so to do a conference, a live thing, and go across the U.S., kind of like a mini band tour, and uh, go town to town, find local like UFO researchers or um, 
whatever, like technologists, scientists, people who wanted to talk about this stuff and kind of do like a really cool pop culture UFO thing for a younger crowd, a younger demographic. Because like you said, a lot of these things, it's um, I'm one of the youngest people there and I'm no spring chicken myself. So um, we decided, uh, yeah, let's do this. And then boom, the pandemic happened. So we were forced, like many other conferences, including Contact in the Desert, to go virtual. And um, I have to give Jason McClellan credit. He whipped this virtual thing together. He got amazing speakers uh, from all around the world to come and do this. And it was amazing. We had a turnout that was quadruple what we expected. Um, Everyone that spoke did it on their own time. They weren't paid a penny to do it. And uh, we are forever grateful for that. And uh, we're hoping to get another one going soon. But um, yes, Contact in the Desert will be my second uh, sort of dive into the virtual con world. And I'm excited for it, man. I think it's a great idea. Absolutely. Now, what can people who buy their tickets virtually for Contact in the Desert expect to see from yourself? Uh, from me, so I, um, I've been talking to the organizers. When originally it was going to be out in Joshua Tree, California. Uh, I was going to fly out. I was going to give, um, I give a lecture on the human side of alien or quote unquote UFO phenomenon. That's what I'm sort of known for. Um, so I have a great presentation where I put, you know, faces to the voices and, and stories you've read in my books and, um, gives it that human touch to it, have them tell their own stories. So I'll be giving a presentation about, um, a lot of the people from the book who are, were willing to go on camera and talk to me, let alone be in the book. Uh, so that's really kind of what I'm excited about. I've got new witnesses coming forward, military witnesses, because um, my book covered a lot of civilians, a lot of just everyday people, all walks of life and belief systems who had experiences. Um, with my updated talk, I'm talking to pe- members of the Tic Tac UFO event. Um, I have a witness coming forward for the very first time ever in the Navy who had dramatic triangular UFO accounts that changed his life. So he's going to make an appearance in my talk as well. Um, So that's what I'm doing for myself. Um, I believe I'm also going to be hosting a panel of some sort. What it's going to be about, I'm not quite sure yet. I know originally it was going to be all about... um, sort of the technological advances we're making in quantum physics. So, of course, I was going to be talking to Deep Prasad, um, Rizwan Virk, and uh, a lot of these other people that are going to be talking at Contact in the Desert. Kind of out of my uh, my comfort zone, to be completely honest, but uh, I'm, I was looking forward to it, and I am looking forward to it if I get that opportunity. So that's going to kind of be my thing. And I'm doing interviews with some of the guests, just like you're doing uh, with me today. So I'm excited about that too. Just whatever I can to get the word out. Awesome. Uh, people can hear you talk about the book and I would encourage people to go and seek the book out anyway. But if you want to go back and listen to my interview with Ryan, I think it was episode 17 or something back in the day. It seems like a lifetime ago now, but it was only about eight months or seven months ago. Um, check that out, interview with Ryan Sprague I done previously, and then you'll hear even more new material, new guests, and new stories from Ryan if you get your tickets for Contact in the Desert. Um, Ryan, how can listeners find you, get in touch with you, or follow you? Uh, I'm everywhere, man. Just look up somewhere in the skies 
um, Ryan Sprague. I got my website somewhere in the skies.com. Um, you can go to the Contact in the Desert website, contactinthedesert.com, see who who's going to be there, who you want to see. That's another cool thing about these virtual conferences. You know, with the live version, um, they'd have 10 speakers speaking at once. So you kind of had to make a decision on who you wanted to go see talk. But with this one, you get to pick who you want, when you want, which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, just hit up contactinthedesert.com, somewhereintheskies.com, or uh, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook, Somewhere in the Skies. Awesome. You can see Ryan and over 60 other speakers at Contact in the Desert's Virtual Expo running from the 25th to the 28th of June. Tickets are on sale now at www.contactinthedesert.com. Look out for further interviews coming very soon from myself. Ryan, thank you for your time today. Thank you so much, man. Hey, you're doing a great job, and I love following everything you're doing. You're uh, you're that competition we needed in this UFO podcasting world. So you keep me going, brother. Thank you. Cheers, Ryan. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey. I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So we're going to sing it. We're singing words now. We'll even sing the business part. Save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. Now that's a commercial you'll remember, even if you don't remember the bundle and save with Progressive part. We're singing a commercial. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is the end of the jingle. A jingle about insurance. 